Like on a pod, GM. I think we're a bit more organized today. Yes, very GM, morning, very man. Well. GM. We have uh, many things to talk about. We have, yeah. I've got my good uh, things and bad things. Well, actually, more good things. Yeah. Refuel NH Sports Nutrition. Is it pineapple? Mango. No, that's mango. Thai mango. I know this isn't a sponsored podcast, by the way. This is just. Good. Have you had this before? Uh, I've had the apple one. Oh, it's nice. I really like these compared to like the the goo ones because they're a bit more these are substantial these are a bit of a different it's like a jelly consistency yeah it's like applesauce yeah kind of consistency so this is gonna be my breakfast today i do have a few things to talk about as well um i think i spoke to you about them on uh the last time we did it no uh cura ah yes but not not that in detail but yeah would we uh what's gone well over the past week What's that with you? Wasn't expecting that, were you? <laughs> so let's do a... We're on episode 25. 25? 24, actually. 24? Yeah. Why we're not counting last week? Yeah, we're doing a video of last week. I don't know. We can still count last week. We can, okay. It's just terrible. It's yeah. 14 minutes. <laughs> um, Either way, it's, uh, what, six... Six months? About six since months. Since we started. So should we do a... a we, we should have prepared a recap. Of mm. the last six months. Anyway. We can do that. The, what, what is the purpose of this podcast? Why did you want to do this in the first place? Come on. Now, now that it's evolved, I think it's just having an hour every week to just chat and uh, just share what, what we're going through in mm. our lives and what we've been learning. Just putting it out there, really. No other purpose, and people do find value in it. Perfect. So basically, shooting the shit and seeing what comes from it, and hoping some other people get value from our struggles and strifes. Yeah, I think that's that's it, right? Like mm. when you're just starting out, it's just no purpose. You just do. It's the same thing as like me writing my like Substack. Mm. I'll just put stuff out there and. Over time, you'll get to see what resonates with people, and then you get to find a pattern. There's no pattern until you do. Like for for us now, like just do, and then you just look do. at the just yeah. After a while, you start to see patterns, and then you know where you can focus on. Be interesting to see the description that we put out on on Spotify. Wonder what it was. Two dudes. Oh yeah. Talking <laughs> stuff and that. Yeah, it's, it'd be it's interesting changed. to. I should listen back, really. Like when we first started this six months ago, where we were at and where we're at right now. Mm. Hmm. Let's find out. Let's explore what's been happening then. Good stuff uh, over the course of the last week. Do you do you, do you have anything? Think think about it. Mm. Last week. Oh. Over the course of the last week, what is the good stuff that's happened? Yeah, caught up with you know, caught up with uh ex-colleague ex-teammate went out to this is not yeah, convincing was it good tell your yeah, face yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it was good yeah it was good to just chat catch up yeah yeah spend time in the trails because I, I know we spoke about this with, with uh mark as well about hanging out mm. rarely a case to hang out other than if we're trying to do something so I'm going to make more of a conscious effort of that. Same. Just kind of hanging out. Yeah. With the purpose of just having a good time, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. After six months, I'm still saying, I suppose. <laughs> okay. I'm just leaning a bit. What other good stuff has happened? Rest. I'm just having more time to rest. You don't realize how much rest you need until you are forced to. Well, not really forced to. Until you actually take a rest. Until you're forced to, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Until your body says, hey, motherfucker, it's time to have a rest. Well, it's not really a forced to, but when you listen to your body and you just give yourself that permission to rest, I think that's very important. Like, we, I say we, I, yeah. have not given myself permission to rest. Why? I don't know. I'm just being too serious. Just too, you know me. 
my brain runs at like a thousand miles an hour like it's it's hard to switch off and yeah i think just giving myself that permission to like it's okay to just not do anything is it going okay you find it stressful when you do rest i know it's no well occasionally it's like suddenly there's a switch oh shit i shouldn't i should be doing something and then i need to recalibrate and say okay sure but there, there should be a time to think and there should be a time to rest it shouldn't be always thinking and planning and doing all the time so that's yeah that's a good shift like just taking time to just walk i think that is a very good um so even when you're resting you do, even when you're resting even when you're resting you're doing something you, so your rest is walking kind of yeah <laughs> fair whatever works man but yeah it, it just slows things down really mm. so it's been good um you know uh, one of the things that i found helped was planning to do nothing because mm. then it's like you when you're doing nothing you don't feel bad for doing nothing because you planned to do nothing yeah so it's like okay this weekend all right for the whole of saturday morning i'm gonna do nothing that's my plan and then what I found is on a run up to that Saturday morning where I'm planning to do nothing, I get kind of a little bit more done. Like I might spend an extra 10, 15 minutes on the bike or do an extra 2K on a run and stuff. I don't know if that's healthy or not, but it's this idea of, well, I've done done all this stuff anyway mm. and I'm planning to take the rest. So it's I found it's very helpful to calm the mind because I don't feel like I need to be doing stuff when I'm, uh, when I'm actually resting. Mm-hmm. Because I wouldn't mind playing some video games. And as I say that, I kind of feel guilty about the thought of wanting to play video games because of doing stuff, company, business, my own. I'm like, okay. But then it doesn't work like that. It's got to be a little bit of downtime. Yeah, I agree. So it's nice to get back out on a bit of a longer ride on Saturday with you. Was it Saturday or Sunday? Both. Mm. That was too much time. (laughs) Beige. That was interesting. Um, yeah, so that's that's how I kind of started to enjoy the downtime a little bit more. Yeah, like you know, I rode a boat. I rode a boat. I wrote. You rode a boat. That's me being Canadian. Uh, I wrote <laughs> about. <laughs> what did you write about? Like self love, right? And yeah. Um, yeah, one of it is like allowing your inner child to be free. <sighs> Like if you suppress that inner child, like if you, if you know you want to play video games and you're just suppressing it, uh, yeah, you're just being hard on yourself, right? Yeah, so, defo. Yeah, so make time and just let play. it happen. Yeah, play. Yeah, play. Really, like, yeah, we don't really play anymore. Even sometimes I feel like when I'm on the bike and I'm, you know, I'm enjoying being on the bike. It's like, oh, it's a cho- I've got to go on the bike. It feels like mm. a choice. I fucking, I really enjoy it. So. It's a it's a hobby. I was gonna say it's a habit. It's a hobby, and it's like oh, gotta do this. Haven't not really. Yeah. You can just be fat if you want to. Live yeah. in. Should we um? We should do a bit of a recap. We should do a uh um. Uh, we should find somebody to help do an edit of the last six months. Mm. Splice some stuff together. Look back at the last six months. It's a be, lot. Yeah. There is a lot. I'm working on that, by the way. Uh, somebody to help manage all the the social stuff because I just don't have the discipline. Me neither. And I don't have... <laughs> I don't prioritize or make the time to learn about the different uh, social media channels and what's going to work best. Yeah. I really should. But I have other priorities at the moment. So using whatever cash i make from my other consulting stuff to bankroll Mm -hmm. somebody to help out and basically educate me and keep me accountable yeah that's the thing that's my plan too yeah it helps yeah we can talk more about it later but coming back to you good thing you recently had a very you let your inner child loose and well you're not really letting your child loose but more of like your your inner child is like dream which one? You realized it. Which? Car. Yeah. Oh, the car. Yeah. We spoke about the car last week. 
but yeah, it's, it's so much fun. It's like, I think, yeah, we spoke about it in terms of uh, paying deposits and all that kind of stuff that I was very fortunate that I could have the car uh, without like a huge expense up front and all that kind of stuff. But it's so much fun. So people, people call it, I don't know if it's, oh my God, Joyce. Hi, how are you? Do you remember that Taiwanese company that we were looking to do some data labeling with and partner yes. with? Yes. Where? Ta- Discovery. Ta- Taiwan. No. Okay, then. I can't and then I don't know. Uh, let me just put this on focus mode. So, you know, when people buy cars, they buy cars because they feel like they've got to keep up with the Joneses or mm. keep a certain appearance and all that kind of stuff. I couldn't give a shit about that. So the car that I bought was this little baby M kind of BMW M135 and it is it's just so much fun I still get so excited about actually driving it and sometimes a little bit nervous because it's like flooring <laughs> the accelerator <laughs> it's just great fun and just paying for the joy of of having that I think that's why I like riding the bike so much as well mm. just for the speed for my bum hip I just sort that out um, so yes I'm letting my inner child out pretty much every single day I'm very fortunate to be able to kind of do these things Obviously with the work and everything, but yeah, it's it's awesome. It really is awesome. It's, it really is. Yeah, you haven't been in it yet, have you? No, I have not. It's mm. like it's not a Porsche. It's not like a Ferrari. It's not a McLaren or anything. It's not like a sports car or whatever. But it is just it's small, nimble, agile, and just really fun to drive. And I really enjoy it. It's it's fucking awesome. That's so, good. So yeah, you're right. I'm letting out my inner child. Also. Let's take a step back. Uh, a few, a few many years ago, I was probably nineteen, twenty, I think it was. Uh, my ex girlfriend's dad let me drive his uh, TVR. Now, a TVR mm. is a make of car. If you're not familiar with it, and they were made in Britainland. I think they were made up in Blackpool. I'm getting a shot for that. For if I'm incorrect. Anyway, the cars are basically made of plastic and mm. like glued together, and they were notoriously like bad finishes on them, and it like broke down and whatever. Well, basically, there's no ABS, there's no airbags or anything like that. And, yeah, my ex-girlfriend's dad let me drive his 5-litre TVR Griffith. And it was, because it's basically, it's so light and it's so fast. And I remember driving it and accelerating it. It was, it was awesome. And I remember that feeling and I was like, shit, I'm still too young to own one of these. So the next best thing was, hmm. What else could I get? So I bought a motorbike. And I've been wanting to get back on a motorbike on the road for quite some time. Obviously, mm-hmm. we did it in Pakistan, right, with my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, Nick and Haida, they've just passed their tests for motorbikes in there. And I was talking to Elsa about it ages ago. And then she just turned around to me. I think it was the other day. She said, I want to do my bike test now. I was like, let's get it done. So Elsa actually passed her the first. She's done two things. She had to do this Written. six, seven-hour long yeah. course. And then this computer test. So she did a computer test on the ninth yesterday. She did a computer test yesterday and passed. So now she's going to be uh, looking to get on a bike. So then we'll be uh, looking to purchase a motorbike. A Ducati. A Harley Davidson. No. A Vespa. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I've got some thoughts and opinions on that. Like if you're going to do any sort of traveling or anything like that on a, on a motorbike, I want it to be... A Yamaha. No, big enough, <laughs> big enough and powerful enough that you can get yourself out of danger and it's got some good stopping power. Yeah. So if you're getting on a Vespa, it's probably not going to have that. Um, so yes, so she'll be hopefully getting a motorbike before the end of the year, which basically means I'll need to get one as well. Mm. So better make these podcasts count because it might not be around. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh. Uh, but yes, that was, a, that was another good thing that's happened this week as well been really fun good weeks actually mm. surprisingly really? yeah not surprisingly I think just appreciating moments that was one of the things we wanted to talk about today yeah. but I think we should talk, talk about, about it I think we should talk about you mm. ask me or you want me to just ramble I can I can I have my prompt obviously I'm a prompt engineer mm. that's my I think technically that's what sales is, right? If you think about prompt engineers and generative AI and all that kind of stuff, is the quality of the output is the quality of the input. Same yep. with sales. The ability to progress deals and progress opportunities is 
born by your ability to ask good questions, meaningful questions that you can really pull out information that's relevant to moving things forward. Yeah, same as coaching. That's why all of life is sales. <laughs> sales is leadership. Actually, I'm going to post about this. It's a, it's a scheduled post. Written by me. Mm. Actually written by me, not by fucking chat GPT. Yeah. Also, maybe you should clarify, right? Like, all of life is sales. Yep. And sales means, like, helping you make the best decision. Uh, I think make it's... the best purchase. I think when we talk about sales and life, I mean, what... For me, like, what is sales? I think the fundamental thing for me is understanding. Mm. Like, when it comes to sales. Uh, I... I don't think I'm very good. I think I've mentioned this before. I don't think I'm very good at sales, how people perceive sales to be. It's like, I don't know, slick back hair. Let's start with that because I don't have any. <laughs> um, I do like wearing nice suits though. But this idea of buy now or you're never going to get a good deal like this, I, that's, not, that's not how I roll. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's an art, there is an art and a science to it. I think the science is really understanding the steps that people are going to go through. Um, and knowing the metrics and conversion, like this is all the science and the process. And then you have your methodology, which is more about the art, the art of asking questions at the right time in the right way. Um, and I think that's what basically coaching is. You can't coach somebody if you don't understand. Mm-hmm. You can't have a, a good argument or good disagreement with somebody and get to a solid conclusion if you don't understand. Yeah. If you don't understand the other person's perspective or where they're coming from, what they perceive as the status quo. It, it doesn't work. Like if you... I mean, I had a, I had a bit of a blowout with um, one of the guys in the office. He's a good mate of mine, Chris, because I got frustrated and I, all my thoughts and training and reading just went out the window. I didn't give a fuck anymore. It was like, I was just frustrated and I reached this point and I was like, ugh. And then looking back and I was like, how can I do this better? And the conclusion or the objective of how I was feeling was to get to a, a certain outcome, which didn't happen mm-hmm. because I didn't want to understand. I wanted to convey a message without understanding the person's perspective first. So that's, if you can help, if you can tell me a point where in life it doesn't make more sense to first understand, then I'm open to hearing it. Because I think any, anything, the whole of life is all about understanding, understanding people, perspectives, differing points of view and opinions. And then from there you can progress and move forward. You can evolve products, relationships, anything you want. But it starts first with that understanding. That is why I believe sales is leadership. Sales is life. So leadership as well. You can't, for the long term, you can't coerce people mm-hmm. as a leader to do the things you want them to do. You can't force them or strong arm them into doing stuff. For You can, like I suppose, in a short period of time, do this so you're fucking fired. But over a longer period of time, they'll have mental breakdowns. They'll leave you. They're not going to be loyal to like you and what you believe in. So I think in a short term, you get short term results, which is what we see like with the stock market and stuff like that. Short termism. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, huge, this company hugely spiked. It was awesome. The leader's doing a great job. And then you look under the hood and realize, yeah, he's just cutting people, like mm. cutting to make whatever it might be. But in the long term, Simon Sinek, the infinite game, like which game are you playing? I don't believe you can coerce people. And then if you think about translating sales into leadership and having that understanding, understanding people's perspectives, what really motivates and drives them, why they turn up to work every single day. Start with that. That's why sales as a skill of understanding is is a universal thing for all of your career aspirations, whatever it might be. Habit five, like the older I get, the seven habits just, it just resonates so much more. I think it might be cliche to say, I don't know. But if you haven't, read it. Read The Seven Habits. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm open to hearing that. Because it's just the fucking best. If you can start with that, those like those basic principles, you can't go wrong. Hmm. don't know why I've got, think, so, got yeah. some strong beliefs around this more recently. I think because I've just been fucking up recently with like getting frustrated with things moving and it's like I've got to try and be better, and I think maybe the reason why I'm pontificating on this is because I realise that I have to do better at this if I want to make any sort of impact. Mm. We are all a work in progress. We can't be perfect. Yes. So the caveat is, 
yes, you can try to understand, right? I think it, the it's contingent on whether other people want to play the long game or the infinite game with you, because mm-hmm. you would try to understand. But if if someone treats you as like a vendor, they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, not I'm not collaborating with you. I'm not. Yeah, I I I don't see this as a partnership. This is it. I'm not giving. I'm not going to give you more or more information. And all that. Mm. Then I don't think like that. It's it's a it's a dead end, right? Like you can't really force someone to even share and help make sense of things. And what I've realized is sometimes mm. life just doesn't make sense. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. as much as we try to make sense of it, we we can't. So we just need to accept it is what it is, right? Um, obviously, we try to understand first. Mm. Right, that's always the first step, and yeah. you know that's um, what do you call that? Tit for tat kind of like game, right? Mm. Um, they were talking about like takers and givers, and it's always good to like the the two types of people in this world and in, in game theory. Should you take first or should you give first? Right, and the 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 best strategy is always to give first and see if there's the tit for tat. Right, right. If you give get a party does not give back then you know okay yeah i should just stop giving right mm. um rather than always taking and taking and taking and the other party would know like okay yeah it's, you, you wouldn't be able to play the long game yeah so the infinite game is like that oh, that needs to be that law exchange of, law of reciprocity correct otherwise there's no game to be played yeah so i think when uh just a, a couple of thoughts on that yes you're absolutely right I think if you're if the other person doesn't want to play that kind of game or doesn't want to be collaborative, mm. and but that's how you want to operate yourself and as a business, then then it's up to you. You can then make a decision. Mm-hmm. You then make a decision of is it, are these the kinds of folks that I would like to work with, yeah. both as maybe employees or stakeholders or vendors, suppliers, partners. But then first, like having that awareness of is this is this what we want to get into, mm. and what are the outcomes going to be. So if you really want to metaphorically get into bed with a certain client, knowing full well they're not going to collaborate, then it's a conversation that you need to have with the internal stakeholders and be like, we know this outcome is going to be X and mm-hmm. it's going to cause us some pain. Yep. Do we want to get involved in this? Rather than not knowing. And just mm-hmm. being like, okay, let's just do it because of maybe a, a monetary incentive. Mm. Or we can win this massive deal. Yeah. I remember one of the first negotiations I went into with uh, my the, the current company. Um it was the question of, you know, based on the email thread that you sent me and the back and forth and all that kind of stuff, are we willing to walk away from this? Mm. So do we, how much do we really, do we really want this? Because it's quite a prestigious kind of brand or name that, that we could potentially win. Mm-hmm. And with that, it's like, it does a certain, I don't want to say tactic, but then the negotiation framework that we're using from kind of Stuart Diamond, understanding where they're coming from. Mm. You can use that. And then if you know you're willing to walk away, then there's no... You, know, kind of, you don't need to play hardball or anything like that. Mm. There's no kind of underlying tactics or trying to coerce or manipulate people. You can just be very upfront and transparent. Be like, this is, this is, it is what it is. <laughs> Obviously, maybe not worded like that. Yeah. Um, we were fortunate in, in that one. Uh, we, I think we prepared well for it. And we went in, we understood. We had back channels and all that kind of stuff with regards to other suppliers and people they were talking to. And then we actually won we won this particular deal because it actually went to the CFO. And the mm. CFO emailed us like, let's get this done. Um, so now moving forward, you can potentially just go direct to the CFO if there's any kind of negotiation or procurement issues. Because we mm. understand like, how he wants to work rather mm. than the people that are underneath him. Uh, and then on that give first, that's what I think about with interviewing. Interviewing people and bringing mm. people on board. Like You start with trust, you start with give. It's like if somebody's coming in for an interview, it's like how much can I give them and help them succeed and prepare for the interview? Uh, and the same with bringing them on board. Mm-hmm. These are all the things we think you need. Please give us feedback on what we're missing. It's that idea of how much can you give? I think that's the old cliche of, well, if you give all this time and give all this resource, what if it doesn't work out? Then you got that question. If we had given them all the time and all the resource, would it have worked out? So it's easy to gauge if you're first okay i'm going to give and give and give and you can see some things where i'm not happy or some gaps and mm-hmm. it's like okay you can address it straight away not without uh i don't maybe remorse is the wrong word but you can address like gaps or underperformance early on 
if you are giving if you're giving so much of your mm-hmm. time and you're making yourself available and things you're not they're not clicking you can do it you can be like i don't i'm not too sure this is working out mm. because you're the, the thought is how much can i give first rather than you know <laughs> you come in and work hard kind of stuff i think some companies have got it backwards mm. um i don't know how we got onto that how do we get onto that it's just one infinite of those game. infinite game don't even don't even know if we start with that start with moments anyway yeah that's something that's that's just Ginny you know she's yeah. yeah she gets so much love and attention it's ridiculous I mean we saw her had a collective of cats outside as soon as you walked in it's like hi man I haven't seen you for so long oh cats are awesome I'm not saying the dogs aren't awesome or any other animals it's not oh god whatever um, it's real awesome yeah should we talk about you sure you're single Oh, straight away. Straight yeah, away. it is what it is, right? I, I, I was my my instinct was gonna say unfortunately, Ooh. but then, in some way, it's also like there are good bits of it, right? Yeah, I think it's it's been like what close to close to a month. Close to a month. Yeah, it's getting getting easier. Yeah, getting easier as in like not. Not not difficult. <laughs> okay. Um, before, it's not as painful. Oh, wow. That hits to the heart, doesn't it? Um, yeah. bef- before this, mm. when, was your, when was your last relationship? I don't know. Seven years ago? Seven years ago. Mm. So you're not a hoe then. Actually, no, because we're talking about relationships. You could have just been bedding women left, right, and center for like the past seven years. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm at home working. Yeah, of course you are, mate. Uh, no, I don't have game. You could... Not yet. Maybe. But I, I gave you the book. You did. I did not read it. Why didn't you, you read gave it? it to me at the wrong time? Fuck. So, so now's the right time. <laughs> if I, I give it to you now, will you read it? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I know you're not, I, convincing. I know, I know it doesn't. <laughs> I know it doesn't. God. So seven yeah. years, and then this one. What have you been learning about yourself over the course of the last month? Then, since it, uh, I'll just, I'm going to use very definitive words. Since it ended, mm. and you're now single. About myself, mm. I think it's uh, just understanding, like how. We talked about it, like attachment styles, right? Mm. Yeah. So what kind of like, like how do I be more secure, or in what ways am I insecure? So having that realization. Can we talk? Are we, are we, can we can we talk about that? Your insecurities. Um. Because since we had the conversation, yeah. at, at Cura, I've been thinking about you a bit in terms mm. of like these this idea of insecurities as well, and compensating for these insecurities. Is this why you read so much? And try and learn so much because you're this is so loaded as well. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm not being very tactful at all with any of these questions. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's like because this idea that you're you're not enough, and then therefore you need to read more in order to be better. And therefore, if you do these things and you do read more and you do be better, then you can mm. be more secure in yourself. No, I okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Me reading, it's not. It's not coming from a place of insecurity and then trying to do and, and be better. That's mm. not coming from a yeah, not at all. Excellent. It's it's just how I'm wired, really. Like I'm wired to try to make sense of things, which co- comes back to my earlier point. Like mm. I try to make sense of everything. And since, you know, the expiry of the relationship, Expiring. I realized that fuck Roger of milk. It, it is what it is. Like some yeah. Some some things just have an expiry date, mm. right? Like I don't keep in contact with a lot of my primary school friends, for example. Right. That relationship lasted for that and just expired, right? Mm. It's okay. So just learning to accept that some things don't have. Sometimes there's no reason for things to happen. You you don't always have to try to make sense of things, right? And um, yeah, where. Yeah, yeah. 
So on the learning and doing, it's not from a place of insecurity. I think for me, it's more, I realize that I have like a, so I started with like an avoidant style, attachment style, yeah. meaning like I don't share my feelings as you would know. Yeah. Like trying to just close off, be like a closed book and all that. And it's one of the things that- Have you ever heard that phrase, like blood from a stone? No. Fucking hell. So I'm trying to get blood from a stone (laughs) and unlock some sort of emotion. I mean, you get blood from a stone by hitting it on someone's head. That's not- I suppose, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway. um, Trying to understand that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dharma, carry on. Yeah, so that's something that I've consciously been working on, right? Like we mentioned uh, one of my three- things to work on this this year is like being yeah. more open and i think i've i've been doing that um yeah yeah so being less avoidant now yeah right just being open to the sharing and be more vulnerable with should go reset yeah reset it <sighs> fucking hell did you need to go over is it because you got weak legs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's why well. i need to work on my glutes split squats uh um, open and being more vulnerable yeah so i've been working on that and i think i've made progress i would say how do you know you've made progress i think just based on the relationship and the communication that we've had you know i was able to open up and share and i think with i don't know maybe you can also share that feedback like have you noticed me being more open, more vulnerable. Uh, ebbs and flows, shall we say? Which is right. like a norm. But a norm. has it been better than last year? Or, mate, I can't yeah. remember what happened last week. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll give you an example. Actually, I can't remember what happened last week. So if you look at like last week, did we we rode last week? We did. Did we? No. We did, we did because you were weak source. Remember? And you're like, I'm tired. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was last week. Yeah. 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 So if you look at look back at last week, so I go by uh initiation of conversations mm. with you. How how often do you initiate a conversation with just saying something random, asking a question or anything like that? Uh last last week was zero very difficult to talk to you mm. sometimes the the irony behind you wanting to do a podcast is your initiation of conversation is, <laughs> is like sometimes in the negative right so if you i can imagine if those two of you sat here it'd be the most silent podcast <laughs> ever and maybe that could be a good thing maybe there could be 25 one hour sessions of just silence and every now and again you did and that would be it um compared to today for example mm. then there might be a, a random question that might just you might just randomly say something you know like a normal fucking human being would yeah like oh you see that bird over there it's just like chirping i don't know just anything <laughs> and sometimes you you're not that you're basically just it's like a wall like, this is savage i believe it uh that's uh, that's the same thing that uh she told me as well is it Sometimes it's that. Well, like, then that's going to sting even more, but at least I'm still fucking here. <laughs> <laughs> Willing to work on it, even after 25 episodes. Mm. Uh, so that's my gauge. There's no objective uh, kind of feedback other than how I feel about it. That's it. Yeah. But then again, I, I feel like, yes, I can try to do that. I don't know. It, it's, 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 it would take time, I I feel, for me at least, to progressively just initiate conversations. For me, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm more of like a listener, really, than talking. But what, what can you listen yeah. to if you don't initiate a conversation? If you don't say something, then the other person can't respond and give you something to listen to. Yeah, so we, if you're talking about things then sure but mm. to just initiate something out of like nothing mm. yeah that's kind of tough for me like i'm not gonna just randomly point shit out and like, small talk is tough or i guess as a, as a way to, to initiate that is tough right yeah so i guess that's something that i've learned uh 
So honestly, did you read any of the game? No. <laughs> you should, because uh, Neil Strauss. I'm not again. I come back to this book. I I I I picked it up at a time, and this was years ago. Um, I picked it up. I was given it. I think it was Andy, my mate Andy, that gave it to me. He's like, yeah, you should read this. Thinking about it, I wonder what he was insinuating. Um, thanks, Andy. Cheers, mate. Um, but yeah, this guy, he's a he's a journalist. I don't know if you know much about him, but he's a journalist. Yeah. He was short. He's skinny. Uh, this isn't. I'm not drawing parallels. I'm just. <laughs> Uh, and then he was bald, whatever that means. Some people have got this thing where it's like, oh my God, you got no hair and you're not six foot. I'm like, oh, fucking whatever. Social media is fucked. Um, and it's like, it just, it gives you the initial tools to maybe start a conversation mm. or open up a group of people. I'd call it a two set or a three set. Um, so it gives you the tools to do these things. It's like, if you want to read about it, it's like, okay, here's a framework, go and do this. Mm. And it's, this is just, it helps. And once you break that pattern of not wanting to start a conversation or open up a conversation with somebody when you're out in a social setting, if, you, if you're not normally used to doing that, like mm. these guys weren't, as they call them, uh, PUAs, pickup artists, which is funny, then here's the tools to do it. And you go out and you practice and you come back and you assess and analyze if you want to mm. and understand why something worked or didn't work. Um, and you can go out and do it again. And go out and do it again. And it can start with... There's another book you'll probably see. It's red. It's called, so many red. I know. It's called The Rules of the Game. Oh, where is it? We'll find it later. Yeah, I can. Um, but, oh my God. Right here, somebody. So it's actually The Rules of the Game. And is it a follow-up from the book? It's a follow-up of the book, but it gives you tasks mm. to do. Like in, I love in, tasks. In, in social settings. And I've actually, oh my God. Create better body, easier on the eye. That is, that's a random page I just skipped to. Day 11 briefing, identity worksheet. Gym plus work plus IFA study. Which of the items you list above best defines you? Gym. Mm -hmm. Got all this yes. stuff. Um, but then it gives you these tools just to kind of, and it forces you to get out of your comfort zone and mm -hmm. start doing these things that you're not normally used to doing. And I remember one of the first things that I ever did was I was walking past the co-op in the uk it's like a 7-eleven mm -hmm. and i randomly stopped an older lady like an old lady no not for the purpose of running game but just to ask the time mm. it's like hey sorry have you got the have you got the time on you and she's like yes of course and then we started to and you remember these small moments of like these small moments of change mm. like oh you know do you walk around here often is there anywhere else anywhere you'd recommend to walk and all this kind of stuff but it helps break out the habits that you have and whatever fear that you have from initiating a conversation, which is there. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a thing that you didn't want to do mm. or you wouldn't find it hard. <sighs> Why do you find it hard or difficult to initiate a conversation? I don't know. I think I'm generally a curious person, but maybe I just don't care. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you just care about yourself. Maybe you're a selfish person. Maybe, yeah. Are you? I think something that I realize is... Um, so this is also feedback that she, she's, she's told me. Like, everything I do has to, has a, has to have a purpose. Right. And... It's true. Like, I don't initiate conversation just to, like, you t we talked about shooting the shit, like, just yeah. having chats. Like, I don't really do that, right? Every single thing I do has to have a purpose, has to have, has to drive towards a certain goal. Mm. I can't just be or just do things for fun or no no purpose, right? Like, yeah. just, just, just do it kind of thing. Like, oh, go to physio, why? Because I need to, <laughs> I'm drawing towards a purpose and yeah. yeah. Why am I doing this podcast? It has to have a purpose. Like, can't, can't we just have a chat and, right? So, yeah, I think that's something that I realized as well. Like, a lot of the things that I do mm. needs to have a purpose, needs to have a meaning. 
which isn't entirely bad. I was going to say, is that, is that really a bad thing? No, but sometimes you need to let loose in, in a sense where, look, just enjoy life. doesn't have to always... Isn't that purpose though? Isn't that exactly the same thing? Enjoying life. Yeah. It's like a purpose. Like you're con- you consciously make a decision to like we're gonna consciously make the decision to catch up and have a few beers because yeah. you want to enjoy life. That's the purpose. It doesn't necessarily maybe it's the seriousness behind it. <laughs> and so you can turn up and fucking yeah. relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's something I learned about myself too. Don't take everything so seriously. <sighs> So yeah, it took me a while to. <laughs> I guess, look, sometimes you just need to go through things like this to learn more about yourself. And, Fuck yeah. And it's uh, it's not like I feel like life is is just a gift. Whatever happens, good, bad, it's, it's just a gift. You just need to embrace it. I wonder how many people didn't wake up this morning. A lot. Mm, mad to think about, isn't it? These days, whenever I ride on the freaking bike, I'm mm. like, this is might this... be my last freaking ride. It's, this... I'm like, I hate, I hate motorcycling now. It's really, it's just well, like too... what we did today. Yeah, it's, you never know. Crazy motorbike might come out. A car might turn without giving its like indicator signal. And you're like, oh, do you, bye. Do you, do you enjoy riding? If let's say we're going to Fraser's where it's quiet and quiet mm. roads, not many cars, yeah. But in in the city like this, even what? coming down, coming down here from you know even on the motorbike lane, oh, I get yeah. scared like shit. What is it? That's why I try to ride as fast as I can so I get out. That's why. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's why you're going to physio. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about that, that a lot as well. I think about that every day. Death. Yeah. In a positive way. Yeah. Like nothing is guaranteed. Nothing, nothing is a given. No. Just appreciate every single thing you have. I've talked to Nick about this as well. I do think about it a lot. It's like, oh. it's just more in a, yeah, more in this, in a really positive way. It's just like, yeah, this is, I think there's a builder. I don't know if you've seen the video, and there's a there's a builder on it's either Instagram and he sat in the car, and he's talking about an argument he'd had with his wife. Have you seen this? No. Uh, and he was talking to his buddy on a building site, and then he apparently had to go back into the car. I don't know if it's staged or whatever, but it's a pretty good message. And he was like, "Oh, you know, been arguing with my wife, and I think I'm gonna try and sort it out later." And he's like, "Who says you're gonna sort it out later?" He's like, well, you know, when I go home, so like, who says you're going to get home? And he's just sat there. And I think, I don't know if he's going through some shit and you can just see he's, he's visibly upset by this thought of, he's what, to your point, you're uh, road cycling on a motorcycle lane or whatever. It, it takes somebody's indecisiveness, is somebody's loss of concentration mm-hmm. to veer off and run into you. And then you end up in a ditch. And for what, you have a freak accident and you, either break your collarbone or whatever it is or come unconscious and then you face down in a shallow bit of water and you drown that's pretty vivid sorry about that but it's the same nothing's really given but we just take it for granted mm. so it's like anytime I wake up in the morning if I'm seeing the cats if I'm leaving for work it's just like having these small moments and appreciating those mm-hmm. those moments I don't know if it's because it's coming up to my birthday or whatever it is um, but it's just been last few months just like just appreciating those small moments small moments within experiences is what i actually wrote down mm. so for example people have go away on these great holidays but it doesn't mean they're any more excited than they are if they're just staying at home or whatever it is because there's an expectation that if you go off and do something big and huge there's a it's going to be amazing mm. but then do you really appreciate the small moments and it's just these tiny tiny little moments that happen these are things I think about. And it makes me really happy. He says to his face. So my uh, my cat, Donnie, he's not normally affectionate. And he started being more affectionate like three days ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God, that's the best. <laughs> so these small things are just seemingly insignificant. 
but then you remember them. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Makes it all worthwhile, man. It's fucking awesome. So I, I know, yeah, I was thinking about this. And this isn't a new thought. It's just something, I think it's something you shared in terms of creating moments. It was a book or whatever it is, and I can't remember what it was called. I don't know if it's by Chip and Dan, Chip and Dan Heath. Did I share that? Yeah. I don't remember. Hmm. It's like maybe Switch or something like that. Do you, are you create moments for your, your client? I don't know. I can't remember, hmm. but it's very much in a business context. So I've been thinking much more about those moments. And I've been fulfilled. Do you think it's because I'm driving a fast car? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Fast-ish car. Um, yes, I, yeah. I kind of stole away from what you were kind of talking about in terms of your... Learning about myself. Sorry? You mean learning about myself? Learning about yourself and just enjoying mm. life. Yeah, I think it also comes down to like enjoying life. What what does it mean, right? Like, oh God, <sighs> trying to make sense of things again. Anyway, it. I think the past two months, mm. this has been really tough. Yeah, like just you know going part time mm. with a relationship and everything, and you start to think about. They call it like okay what you what is what is my worth or really like what what is my value you mm. start to think about you know what boundaries you need to set mm. with like okay what do you, will you not tolerate anymore and then i think all this yeah you just start questioning right and um you know going through that whole process of like okay all all these big changes mm. i think what's most important comes down to you know what, what are your values right i think it starts with that yeah and then you're you're able to draw the boundaries like what will you not tolerate anymore um so i had to i say i had to i get to chose make to. time yeah and review like okay what's really important to me now again mm. like what are the values how has it changed um and then that will help me decide moving forward what opportunities will i say yes to and say no to in order to drive, I, you know, I don't know if you've heard like the most recent podcast with like Arthur C. Brooks. He's on, yeah, I think he released a new book with Oprah. Yeah. Um, called, I don't remember the title, but yeah, it's, it's a book on, on happiness, right? Mm -hmm. So something that, she reminded me, she isn't like X, reminded mm. me of like, uh, in, in one of our podcasts, we mentioned, we talked about happiness. Yeah. Like, and I talked about, I, I don't feel happy. I feel content. Yeah. And that's it, right? Um, so this book, Arthur Spice, Arthur C. Brooks, he mm. talks about happiness and there's like ingredients to, to happiness, which I feel like a lot of times books try to simplify a formula yeah. so that you just follow the formula. But then again, I'm like, okay, fine. I know it's not the entire reality, mm. but these make sense. So happiness comes from three things. One is enjoyment. I took notes because I felt like it was quite important. Uh, happiness comes from enjoyment. So what does enjoyment mean? It's having pleasure with people and you're creating a memory. Mm. So like... You know, having beers together mm. that's that's enjoyment but having a beer on your own you're an alcoholic <laughs> that's not that's not really enjoyment right you're not creating a memory you're not hanging around people so that was one it's one of the ingredients okay and enjoyment yeah i want to hear more of these number two is like satisfaction mm -hmm. so what does satisfaction mean it's not about achieving something mm. it is about going through a struggle and then achieving right something right like, if you were instantly to get your car today mm. without having to struggle, without having to, to do anything for it, will you be satisfied? Compared to having to work hard and then now you're able to afford and get it, I think that creates more satisfaction. So mm. that contributes to happiness. And then lastly, is like meaning. You know, you can talk about it as like purpose, why you're here and all that. So 
do you have like a meaning for being alive? Yeah. Like, what are you here to do? And what would you die for? Those are the two questions that he used to kind of like measure whether there's a meaning to your life. Um, so yeah, these are the three ingredients for, for happiness. And yeah, I'm learning about it and like, okay. I think for me, a lot of the times I've been, I've always been stuck in the satisfaction side of things, mm. always going through the struggle. And I find, I get my happiness or from struggling and then achieving, yeah. but not enough on the enjoyment side of things. I think the meaning is there and it changes from time to time, which is, which is okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just having that awareness that, Hey, yeah, I'm not really enjoying. It's a lot of like just struggling and just trying to get satisfaction. So that's not really happiness, is it? Yeah. That's that's my sharing for today. I would pick up the book. Yeah. Yeah. You wrote two books. One is Strength to Strength, and the other one, the latest one, I can't remember. I'd be hesitant to pick it up. Hmm. Uh, only because pretty happy man. So it's like, okay, mm. why would that be? So interestingly, on this one, this idea of enjoyment and satisfaction and last one, meaning, meaning. Mm. So what do you what do you stand for? Uh, so as you know, I'm a big uh, advocate for this idea of mindset and what shapes the mindset and the decisions that you make. And that is why on my calendar every single day is the vision, mission, values, virtues, mm. and some notes that I make at the start of every year. So to this point, um, it's something I review, I want to say weekly, well, it is at least weekly. And I do have the calendar reminder in mm. my calendar for mm. daily. Because from day to day, um, a lot of shit happens. Good stuff, bad stuff. The world is a cruel place, so predominantly it's bad stuff. Mm -hmm. And there is a reminder there of which direction that you want to move in and a reset of your values. So go back to your values. What's most important for me? Mm -hmm. What do I really stand for? Where am I going? So then when you're in moments of where you have to make a decision or anything like that, it becomes part of your subconscious and how you want to operate. So over time, if you're not reminding yourself of why you do the things that you do, then it'll slowly start to dwindle and get mm. clouded by the other stuff that happens throughout your life. Yep. So it becomes less of a thought and more of a general way that you want to operate. Do you know this? Like the at least weekly kind of reviews that I do <laughs> in the document that I create every yeah, single I, year? Yeah, I know about a document. I I didn't know about like you review it every week. Mm. Yeah. It's there. Because otherwise it gets reset by other people, mm. by your environment, by arguments that you might have, by relationships that come and go. And it's like, oh my God, what do I really stand for? Why am I really here? What is my purpose? Mm. So if you can go back and review it and do things objectively, review is like, does this still make sense for me? Am I happy with how things are going? Mm -hmm. Am I happy right now? Let's have a look at the, the values that I have. Mm -hmm. Are things out of sync? Right. Yeah, that's a good, good way to put it. Like, uh, coming back to books again. Mm. <laughs> uh, Co-active coaching. Co-active coaching. I would highly recommend every single manager, every single leader to read that book. It's as good as Crucial Conversations. Really? Yes. Old? Co-active coaching. Yes, it's uh, it's not cheap, but it's I feel like that's the best investment you can make in yourself as as a leader, as a manager. Um, it's as good as crucial competition. I, I feel like it's complimentary. Like if I were to recommend it, it should come hand in hand in and seven habits. Um, okay. Let's see, coactive coaching. Yeah, the fourth edition, the latest one. I think. <laughs> Don't buy the first edition. <laughs> Terrible because um, it talks about fulfillment right like why do people need a coach right um, and because they want to feel fulfilled they want to find balance in life they want to have some sort of like process 
to you know to simplify life and I mean, in the chapter about fulfillment, it comes back to values, right? Mm. Like, what does fulfillment mean? It's mean it means that you're living according to your values. There's no dissonance. Mm. Um, and as a coach, you need to check, hey, these are your values. And now, okay, I can see why you're struggling here. Mm. So how could we get you back on, you know, aligning with your values and, and all that? So your practice of reviewing your values every week essentially is that right you, you're trying to see okay in the past week what were some of the struggles well things that actually went really well like i really enjoyed is it was it you know tied to the values how can i increase more of that dissonance okay how could we like, resolve that what, what went wrong and all that so yes so i've written down my values and i think i'll do that i say i think i will do that review every week right just put that into practice it's so good mm. Uh, one one reason why I think about it as well is you know this idea of a midlife crisis there's no such thing as a midlife crisis now it's like a yearly crisis <laughs> just, <laughs> just based week, on weekly <laughs> oh, crisis just based on how fast things are moving these days you know yeah. there's a lot of like uncertainty let's just put it I you know the uh, I don't know what a midlife crisis really is because obviously I haven't experienced it I was having this conversation with Els the other day mm. and one of the things that I I do think about is this idea of a, a midlife crisis. I think about uh, mental well-being mm. and the idea of anxiety and depression and chemical imbalances and how complex a human brain is. Mm. So, for example, you wake up one day and you're really happy and things are going really well and you're experiencing moments of joy and you're walking around and smiling and everything's great. Mm -hmm. And then within a moment, within like 24 hours, you wake up one day and there's a black cloud following you around. And you've got a bout of depression. Mm. Not, I'm not talking like being bipolar or anything like that. I mean, slipping into this idea or slipping into this depressive state because of maybe a chemical imbalance that happens in your brain because mm. of how complex it is. And you're being affected for some reason that's unbeknownst to you. There's no one thing that you mm. can attach it to. So it's, it's like, how can you enjoy the moments that you're in? How can you protect yourself in terms of making sure that you're making the decisions for yourself and you're happy with where you are based on the choices that you made and you don't feel trapped mm. and you feel like you are exactly where you are mm -hmm. because of the decisions that you made and you're happy with where you are and if you're not happy with where you are how can you then make the choices to get to a happier place no one's ever really trapped yep so you're here because of the choices that you've made consciously or subconsciously let me come back to the the values vision mission whatever it is that you have for yourself are you do you have them if you don't how are you actually making the decisions to get to where you are think about the job that i had where i really wasn't very happy i made decisions to get to that point and i was like oh my god this is just soul destroying and i was like well there was a, there's a decision to make there's mm -hmm. no there's no there's nothing keeping me here mm -hmm. so you make a decision to move in a different direction based on the values and the vision that you, that you have for yourself yeah and these are some of the things that I think about. However, when I think about them, it's not like in a, what is the meaning of life kind of way. More of a, and I think I've got a, maybe a bit of a control freak. But you're, I just feel in, like I'm in the driver's seat mm. to make changes. Mm. So it's, it comes down to balance. Like people want to find, like what does balance mean, right? Balance is not about everything being equal. It's not about, you know, coming to an equilibrium state. Mm. It's because life is so dynamic. Yeah. Finding the balance over time is where control comes in. Like you feel like, okay, I can control and feel in balance yeah. with all the things that are going around is going on in life. So it's the idea of yeah. like, if you're really pissed off in, in work or in your, it's like, mm. at least you then understand like, why am I annoyed or frustrated in this moment? Like, what does it mean for me? How is there a way that we can work through this? Like, how do we mm. communicate about this and have a conversation about this to get to a point where there's uh, collaboration or I don't want to say a fix, but at least then you're moving in the right direction. Mm -hmm. I think this idea of communication is an undertaught skill that's required. Mm. I think um, it starts with, I, I always come back to this book, The Art of Communicating. Mm. by Thich Nhat Hanh 
Um, I'm just going to check my watch. I'm oh my God, I've yeah. got a 10 o'clock meeting. Okay. I'm so sorry. We will cut this short and come back again next week. Anyway, wrap up. Yes, wrap up. Enjoy your life. Don't take it for granted. Every single moment, every moment of appreciation that you can have. I do it. 100% agree. You're going to die. Tomorrow is not promised. That's not, not a even negative. tomorrow. Maybe an before the end of now. the day, yeah. Fuck. You know, one, one video that I'm just going to leave on this, one video that's stuck in my brain at the moment was uh, of a footballer on a pitch. And uh, he I think he'd fouled someone. And then... He smiled because he knew he'd done wrong and he patted the ref on the back and the ref gave him a card and he's like, I understand. And then he turns around and he collapses on the floor. And he dies on the pitch. He went from smile in a moment, mm. in literally a heartbeat, he went from smiling after either being fouled or committing a foul and he was dead. What man's that? Yep. And that's what it is. Just a ch- it changed in a moment. Yeah. Memento Mori. Or whatever that means. I don't know. Yeah. I don't speak Greek. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, we'll, okay. We should pick this back yeah. up again next week. I really right. enjoyed it. Thank you, Min. Good chat. Yep. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.